0: Hello and welcome to the Ramgad Pod, the Realtors Association of Maui Government Affairs Director podcast. I am your host, Jason Economu, Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui, and this is my podcast. It is Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. It being a Tuesday, this is going to be a Notes from the GAD update. I don't have an interview for you today. I'm sorry that I did not upload any podcasts for you guys last week. I was away on some business in San Francisco. I was at the NAR Conference and Expo. I'll talk a little bit about that shortly. And then I took some personal days to visit my brother and his family in Hood River, Oregon. And that was awesome because I have two little nieces and a nephew there and I don't get to see them very often. And I I love my brother and my sister-in-law. So that was much necessary personal time. I apologize for being away. I won't do it to you again for at least a little while. For now, let me go ahead and kick off my Notes from the Gads Style update. This is a little bit of a longer update for you all and since I took essentially two weeks off, it's going to be rusty, so bear with me. Let me start off regarding real property tax reform. Everybody pay attention. Real property tax reform is one of the big issues that we have been tracking, that we have been involved in. Uh, A couple weeks back, I asked everybody to submit some testimony regarding some of the reform measures, and thank you if you did that. I appreciate it, it was very effective and we were able to block some of the language that ram did not agree with but um, the bills bills 58 and 59 are still moving forward they passed first reading in the council on november 8th and they are going up for a second and final reading on friday this friday november 22nd now listen up because there is a community meeting scheduled for tomorrow Councilmember Tasha Kama will be holding a community meeting at 6 p.m. on Wednesday, November 20th at the Kahului Community Center located at 275 Uhu Street, UHU Street in Kahului. Marcy Martin, Senior Real Property Technical Officer for the Department of Finance, will provide a brief presentation on the nature of the proposed changes followed by an opportunity for attendees to ask questions. Now, I really like being transparent with my members and with the general public, so I'll tell you, yesterday I got a media inquiry from Axel Beers, the editor of Maui Time, and he asked us about our opinion regarding Bills 58 and 59. Um, So, I drafted a response and I sent it to Axel. And I'll go ahead and share it with everybody here. If Axel uses it for one of his stories, I doubt he's going to use the whole response. So uh, here is just my response and Ram's thoughts regarding the real property tax bills. And uh, just wanted to provide some extra context for you. I'll go ahead and read this. Aloha, Axel. Thank you for reaching out with your inquiry regarding Bills 58 and 59 relating to real property tax tiers. RAM had major concerns regarding these pieces of legislation when they came up for first reading on November 8th. As it appeared, the council was poised to create some chaos by taxing all condominium units based on highest and best use rather than actual use. However, members of the county council recognized the error that was about to occur and corrected the legislation prior to passing it on first reading. The realtors have long advocated that property taxation based on highest and best use is antithetical to housing affordability, and we commend the council for recognizing our concerns. Moreover, we commend the council for their recent efforts at public outreach and education related to the proposed changes. Notwithstanding, RAM believes this process deserves more time and attention than it is being afforded, and the council should slow down and make sure the public has provided a clear explanation of how this, quote, framework will ultimately impact them. Though I understand that the council is working on a narrow timeline to get the tiered property tax framework in place for the upcoming fiscal year, I strongly urge them to be more thorough in public outreach efforts and more open about how this framework will be implemented. It is far easier to pass a good law than it is to go back and amend a bad law. Many of the council members seek to downplay the significance of these reforms and suggest that the general public won't even care until the rates are set. Though that may be true of many, I think the residents of Maui have the right to be well informed and engaged as nine people completely redesign the architecture of our real property tax system. The Realtors Association of Maui is in favor of a progressive property tax system, but we remain hesitant to endorse this legislation without further details on its implementation and without additional public outreach. For instance, I became concerned when I recently read this quote from Councilmember County Rollins-Fernandez in the Maui News. Quote, The assessed value of your property wouldn't stick you in only one tier, said Rollins-Fernandez. Everyone is in tier one up to the threshold and would be assessed that rate at tier one. And if they go above that threshold, the amount that goes above tier one threshold would then, that amount would be assessed at tier two. You wouldn't only be in tier one or tier two or tier three. Everyone would first be assessed at tier one rate. This assessment process is not explained in bill 58 or 59. It wasn't in the TIG report and I don't recall hearing it in committee. But I think it is the sort of change that our residents should have been informed of before these bills got to first reading. With that in mind, I cannot say that RAM takes issue with the specific language of the amendments proposed in Bills 58 and 59, but we are disappointed by the lack of clarity regarding implementation. That is RAM's official position regarding the real property tax reforms at this point. I will likely provide similar testimony when this is up for second and final reading on November 22nd. I will be in attendance at Councilmember Tasha Kama's 6 p.m. meeting on Wednesday, November 20th at the Kahului Community Center. And I intend to ask questions because there is very little clarity from where I sit on how these real property tax reforms will be implemented. There is a lot of rushing to get them through. This way they can be in place for the next fiscal year. And I don't think the council members have been uh, as transparent as we might want them to be when it comes to how these reforms will go into place. And, and that isn't necessarily on purpose. I think there is still um, maybe an issue of understanding on some of the council members' parts as far as how these Um, these changes in this framework will affect our real property tax system. So overall, we are not currently opposed to these reforms as they currently stand. Uh, However, we are opposed to how quickly this process is moving, and it's moving so fast that it is apparently leaving our residents behind and in the dark. Moving on, the West Maui Community Plan. The next Community Plan Advisory Committee meeting will be on Tuesday, November 19th at Wyola Church's Keopulani Hall at 5.30 p.m. And we'll focus on policies and actions related to Goal 2.3, which is Responsible Stewardship of Resources, Culture, and Character. There will also be a meeting at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, November 21st, at King Kamehameha III Elementary School in the cafeteria, which will focus on policies and actions related to Goal 2.2, which is a complete, balanced, and connected transportation network. Agendas and any additional information can be found at wearemaui.org. Regarding SMA and shoreline rule changes, The planning department will be holding informational meetings on proposed changes to the SMA and shoreline rules for Maui Island. At these meetings, representatives from the planning department will give an overview of the proposed changes and the rationale behind them. They will answer questions, and they will take input and suggestions. The meetings will begin at 5 p.m., and the locations and dates are as follows. In Wailuku, on November 20th, in the Kalana Pakui building at 250 South High Street, there will be a planning department public meeting or informational meeting. In Paia on December 4th at Kaonoa Senior Center located at 401 Alacapa Alicop- Place. Sorry about the pronunciation. There will be another meeting. In Lahaina on December 11th at the Lahaina Civic Center Social Hall located at 1840 Pono P'ilani, Pilani Highway. There will be another meeting. The proposed rules and some frequently asked questions can be found at MauiCounty.gov/121/planning-department under Hot Topics, or you could just go to Google and Google Maui County Planning Department. And you'll find uh, their website linked through Google and you can go under hot topics. Also available there is a presentation that Dr. Chip Fletcher gave to the Maui Planning Commission on October 22nd, which will also be useful. I'll have you know that we received a similar presentation as the Government Affairs Committee over at RAM. And the changes will impact property rights on, on some level. Uh, they will impact individual property rights on the shoreline. However, I got to tell you, the the arguments in favor of these changes are pretty compelling, especially if you recognize the true existential threat that, that climate change and sea level rise are to the people of Maui and, and to the people of Hawaii. So take a look. Go go check out these these changes. Uh, if you are on a property that is located near the shoreline or in the special management area, these changes very well might affect you. So so please, it is your responsibility as a property owner in those areas to to be aware of the things that will impact you and to advocate for yourself. Just as long as uh, just as it is my responsibility to advocate on behalf of the realtors and our homeowners and our individual property rights. It's a difficult balance and sometimes I'm not uh, perfectly situated to foresee when something is is troublesome law or bad law or needs to be advocated against and I rely on on our members and our citizens to to keep me in the loop when they have concerns. So go to the planning department website, take a look at the the proposed changes to the SMA and shoreline setback rules. And you can email me. My email is jason at ramaui.com. If there's anything in there that's that's really alarming to you, and, and I'll help you. I'll help advocate for you. So, yeah, that's one thing. All right, moving on to more broader updates. One of the things that I, or I should say, one of the sessions that I attended at the NAR conference and expo was related to advocacy everywhere. And... NAR does a great job at providing tools and services for local and state associations to to operate uh, really impressive advocacy programs. And one of the tools that they have created that is extremely useful are the realtor party mobile alerts. So if you are a realtor I want you to please 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 sign up for realtor party mobile alerts by texting the word realtor to the number three zero six four four. So go ahead. I'll give you a second to text realtor to the number three zero six four four. Aside from the initial confirmation text, you will only receive notifications when there's a call for action. A you'll receive a notification reminding you to register to vote and you'll receive a notification um, reminding you to vote in the upcoming elections. Now, this is an easy way to ensure that you are in the loop next time Ram really needs your help. These Realtor Party mobile alerts are much more reliable than emails that might go to your spam or might get buried under other emails, and they're a great way for us to quickly and efficiently deliver very important messages to you in the the instance that we have a call for action. And I promise you, if you haven't noticed from my first year as GAD for RAM, I do not take calls for action lightly. I, I have been trying to avoid doing any calls for action because we know that your time is important. So I'm not going to waste your time with meaningless calls for action. But when I do have to have a call for action, I want you to get the the mobile alert and, and to be in the loop. So please go ahead and sign up for mobile alerts by texting the word Realtor to 30644. Now on to the news from the NAR Conference and Expo. I recently attended my first-ever NAR conference and expo in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago, and it was exceptional. My favorite parts were presentations from Magic Johnson and Billie Jean King, as well as a celebrity concert featuring the Pentatonics. I gotta admit, I can't say that I've ever really listened to the music of the Pentatonics. But it really was an incredible show and it included one of the most impressive demonstrations of musical talent I've ever seen. It was this guy who was playing the cello and beatboxing at the same time. And he's got videos on YouTube that are pretty viral, um, but seeing it in person, my mind was just blown. that, That concert would have been worth it just to see this guy beatbox and play the cello. But that's completely irrelevant to... The the real estate side of things. So aside from the fun stuff, there were some great informational sessions and a bunch of opportunities for professional development. Uh, now, I'm not going to focus too much on the the sessions that taught me how to tell a good story, build a good narrative. Uh, how to produce video for my business because that one was more just for fun. That was focused more towards realtors, but I I can share a few takeaways from the government affairs and and economics side of things. So, One of the takeaways, Risk Rating 2.0 is the upgraded risk rating method for the National Flood Insurance Program that was previously expected to be ready for implementation in October 2020. But what we learned is that it is more likely going to go into effect in October 2021. Uh, This risk rating method is more accurate for individual properties and NAR anticipates that it will actually improve rates for many properties and better serve consumers in weighing their real estate investment options. I recently got an inquiry from a member of Tulsi Gabbard's staff regarding risk rating 2.0 and they were a little bit concerned that it might not be the most fair process. But I got to tell you after talking with Austin Perez over at NAR and looking into the risk rating 2.0 stuff myself, It it really is a better method of assessing the individual risk for properties that are that are in flood zones. And I I think it will be beneficial to consumers and it'll take a lot of the guesswork out. So we encourage you guys to to read up on on the National Flood Insurance Program risk rating 2.0 and we'll continue to, to advocate for that change. Another aspect that was covered in one of the sessions was mortgage rates. So mortgage rates are better than a year ago. So sales are generally higher this year on a national level. I did learn quite a bit about the links between mortgage rates and communications from the Federal Reserve, as well as the link between the 10-year treasury yield and mortgage rates. But the most interesting takeaway for me uh, related to economics is that increased home building has historically been strongly linked to avoiding recessions. So the takeaway is let's advocate for some home building. Uh, We get people in houses. It's good for the economy. It's good for us all. Uh, Let's get some homes built. On the NAR federal advocacy level, they are largely going to be limited by what they are advocating based on the impeachment hearings that are going on. Uh, The the hearings, the impeachment process is going to take at least a couple months. And during that time, there isn't gonna be much moving its way through Washington. Um, Just as a complete aside, I'm watching the impeachment hearings today while I'm working in my office, and Ambassador Kurt Volker is Terry Tolman's doppelganger. So if you guys know Terry Tolman, and you can picture him in your mind, um, you, you can picture Kurt Volker in your mind. That is irrelevant to what's going on in Washington, but I just thought it was amusing. Now, back to business. So NAR is actively engaged in some advocacy related to the National Flood Insurance Program, GSE reform, terrorism risk insurance, and they are looking into this Clean Water Act issue that I have been obsessed with out here on Maui. So we might get some help from NAR if the Supreme Court decision ends up requiring some some major legislative action in the future. Now, some secondary issues that GADs around the country have been dealing with. They are licensure requirements, uh, short-term rental issues, rent control, and issues related to technology and privacy in homes. Now, us GADs around the United States, we all communicate with each other, and we do see trends in the legislation that, that we've had to address. The licensure stuff we're about to to have the state ledge kick off again soon so that's where that's going to be we're we're going to see what comes up there what legislation is proposed on the state level when it comes to the short term rental issues maui has been on the forefront of that and we will continue to to be advocating for individual property rights and legislation that makes sense rent control is an issue that has not come up on maui but we thoroughly anticipate that it will. So in preparation, let me go ahead and recommend that you all check out an episode of the Freakonomics podcast titled Why Rent Control Doesn't Work. If you want a short, about an hour long primer on rent control and why it's a bad idea, check that out first and then we can talk a little bit more in depth later on. So those are some some of the issues that uh, we anticipate might come up. Nothing is currently in the pipeline. So don't panic. Everything's okay. But go ahead and sign up for those realtor party mobile alerts this way when I do need your help. You're there for me. And finally, let me go ahead and plug 100 real estate agents who care. So Pohaku Kepler is a senior at Kihei Charter School, and his goal is to get 100 realtors to donate $100 each in order to raise $10,000 for Habitat for Humanity. All the money raised will go towards helping two to four families right here in Maui County. If you are interested in donating or you just want to learn more, you should check out the 100 Realtor... Or, sorry... Check out 100 Real Estate Agents Who Care Maui on Facebook. They have a Facebook page. Pohaku told me that they are working on getting their website up and running. I'll, I'll send you guys a link to that and Thursday things when that's up and running. Uh, the reason why I'm plugging this isn't because it's an official RAM thing. It is not an official RAM fundraiser. This is purely uh, a young, active, involved citizen of Maui County reached out to me to try and get you guys to help other people in Maui County. And that's the sort of thing I support. So if you want to help out, Habitat for Humanity is a great organization. I actually have a representative from Habitat for Humanity coming by tomorrow. And we're going to sit down and do an episode of the Ram Gad pod where I interview him. And we talk about the organization We'll probably talk about this project, so something to look forward to. In the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. I'm sure you missed me. Let me give a shout-out this week to Mike Trotto. Um, Mike Trotto is getting a shout-out not for his work as a realtor, not for for being our current president of RAM, but because – I had never been a San Francisco 49ers fan until I went to a football game with Mike Trotto. He is a lifelong fan, and his enthusiasm was, was really just, it, it, it took over. Uh, I felt enthusiastic, and it was awesome. I, I had a blast at the football game. Mike Trotto is a great guy, and uh, yeah, thank you for introducing me to the 49ers. I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a fan now. So with that, I will leave you for now. I'll have a new episode up on Thursday and I hope you all take care of each other. Bye.